the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Understand this, family. Life is about three things. C, D, C. Everyone say choices. Choices. Decisions. Decisions. Consequences. consequences. Now, you have to be mindful, praise God, when you have these choices. I was, uh, a friend of mine was telling me about a, a story about his, his brother. He had a friend in, in, in Miami, and he was a, a successful accountant. He had a radio show, a very popular guy. And uh, one of his clients, uh, a beautiful woman, came to him and said, look, uh, I just want to uh, sleep with you. And he said, uh, I don't want to have to kill you. And she says, why? That's that. I, I don't want death. I, we just get together one time, one time. And he says, well, if we get together one time and we like it, we're going to do it two times. Come on, look at your neighbor. Say, you are telling the truth. Praise God. And then he said, we'll do it two times. And then she says, and then after we do it two times, we're going to want to do it again. And then you're going to say, I want to spend more time with you. And then I'm going to say, I got to pick my kids up. And you're going to say, no, you're not going to pick your kids up. You're going to come pick me up. And I'm going to say, no, I got to pick my kids up. because My wife will go crazy if I don't pick my kids up. And then you're going to tell me, I'm going to tell your wife. And I'm going to say, I'm going to kill you. So before we go through all of this discussion, let's just... Let's just be honest. Let's be honest. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something Genesis, Genesis. I snuck that one on y'all, huh? Just snuck it on you. Genesis chapter 16. We're going to be teaching from today. Genesis chapter 16. Genesis chapter 16, verse 1. Verse 1 through 6. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had, no, had not borne him any children. And she had an Egyptian maid whose name was Hagar. Now, if I just read this scripture by itself, it would mean absolutely nothing to me because what does a maid have to do with me? But to Sarai, back then, not having children was a dishonor. And she wanted to have children from her husband. She wanted to have many children, and she had not had any. And she was getting desperate. And it's not wrong to have desires, but it's wrong to rush things and not wait for God and trust God in situations. Seasons of lack are breeding grounds for desperate decisions. Uh. You have to be very careful when you're desperate. Because many times when you're desperate, we use artificial means to satisfy needs. Ah, praise the Lord. So you have to be mindful that when you get desperate, you often make bad decisions. Uh, Proverbs, Proverbs 10, 22. 
Proverbs 10, 22. It says, the blessings of God, the true blessings of God, maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. You know, when I look back over my life, many of the things that added sorrow is, was because I wanted it now. Uh, when I met my, my tender Roni, she's my Roni, she's all right. I think I'm going to get my tender Roni for the... See, y'all ain't saying. Because he, he didn't say it right. Well, do that. How am I supposed to do it? No, let's not go there. Because then I'm going to have Vince playing a track, and, you know, then it just, we already running late. You we know. ain't running late. We got the microphone. We, we stay here long we want to. Praise the Lord. Okay, back to my point. <laughs> uh, I met this uh, young lady. It was uh, 1995, and uh, she had uh, this Altima. It was a 94 Altima. had rims on it. You know, the, the Altima back in about 94, 95 had the rims, a brand new Altima, praise God, and it had, had rims, and she had a Kenwood system with a remote. I was balling, y'all. Balling! <laughs> and uh, I, I, I saw that, and uh, I was not balling. Praise God. I was calling, and she was balling. And uh, so, so she had the car. We got together. We got married, and... Uh, the car was paid off. Her parents bought the car cash. And uh, I had a, we had a car issue, and praise God, and I traded her paid-off car for a leased Escalade. Look, I mean, y'all know that, was, that wasn't right. No, 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 no. They're making a lot of oohs and ahs like they never made some bad decisions. Are you? I mean, I, I feel a judgmental getting... spirit. Y'all talking about me like you never got a car you couldn't afford. Look get, at your neighbor and say, I think he's talking about you. Own say, 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 I think he's talking about you. <laughs> Some of y'all right now can't afford. <laughs> up here talking about me. And uh, It was the year that the Escalades had just come out. Every music video had the Escalade in it. We had it with rims. It was yeah, the white one with yeah, rims. We just thought we were just doing it. Mm. Didn't even think about it. And so it was leased. Then I thought I was going to get another contract, and they canceled it. And when you don't have a contract, you don't have money. So we drove that car because that was a car we had, but then we drove it too much, and we went over the miles. And if you've ever had a lease, and you went over the miles, now you're paying for gas, insurance, and miles. So now you start driving, looking. <laughs> 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. And I didn't have the money I used to have. So I took the car back to Cadillac. I said, look, man, uh, it was good to me, but I can't afford it no more. Can y'all take y'all car back? You know what the dealer says? That's your car. I said, no, 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 it's your car. <laughs> they said, well, you could trade out. We can renew your lease. I, I, I just drove home, and I just parked the car, because it cost me more to drive it than to have it sitting there. Everyone say, short-term decision. Short-term decision. Long-term consequences. Long -term. Anybody had a season in your life where you wanted something so bad that you kind of changed the numbers? Look straight ahead. Look, look straight ahead. 
God. Do you know somebody that's changed numbers to get something? Raise your hand if you know somebody. Now, if they're not raising their hand, it's probably them. <laughs> In life, forced marriages, forced pregnancies, Force this. Why? Because you have an internal clock saying, we got to do it. We got to do it. And now you make this decision and now you have lifetime consequences. Yes. You, you have to be mindful, family, that these choices have consequences. Verse 2 says, so Sarah said to Abraham, see here, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. I am asking you to go into the bed of my maid so that she may bear you a child. Perhaps I will obtain children by her. And Abraham listened to Sarah and did as she said. Listen to this, and this helped me in my life. Once emotion kicks in, logic leaves. I'm going to say it again. Once emotion kicks in, logic leaves. I'm going to say it again. Once emotion kicks in, you do stupid stuff when you get emotional. Can I have a witness? Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why when you go to stores, they want to get you emotionally attached. Because once you get emotionally attached, it's only a matter of time before you get it. Uh, back in the day, I think it was probably 98-ish uh, or 97, they had that new, it was a Lexus GS 400. And uh, I went to go test drive it. And the man said to me, try to tip it over. Guess now, what, y'all? He talked to the wrong one. You don't <laughs> tell a man like this to try to tip the car over. All I could do was just put my foot on the back of the chair and hold on tight because I knew he was really going to try to tip You the asked car me to try to tip the car over. over. He was saying it had some special G-Force inhabitor. I said, well, we're going to oh, find out about this G-Force. And, man, I went to that parking lot, and I'm... <laughs> and I'm doing donuts, and I'm... <laughs> and that man said, I didn't really believe <laughs> you were really going to try to tip the car over. I said, you, you asked the wrong one, brother. There's an IndyCar driver in Jobo. Uh, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> but what I learned is I wanted it so bad that with vehicles, I made a couple decisions. The Escalade, bad decision. The S500, bad decision. I had to have an S500. I had to. Anybody say stupid stuff like that to yourself? I have to have it. So I, I went and got it. And uh, we had to help Charmaine's, you know, income a little bit. I don't know what he's talking about. Exactly. And uh, we helped her, you know, her credit a little bit in my credit. And we got it. We got it. Oh, and uh, it wasn't much longer. A couple years later, the repo man got it from me. It was so funny because we were asleep. And Jumbo said, it's not like somebody getting got. <laughs> we heard it was alarm me. going off. Alarm going off. Hey, babe, that sounds like, like a tow truck. somebody getting got. I said, it sounds like somebody getting got, babe. It was babe. us. I went outside. Hey, <laughs> <Dang>, dog. <laughs> they got me. <laughs> Raise your hand if you know somebody got got. Raise your hand if it's you. 
just be honest. Let's be real. Lord, help us. Short-term decisions, lifetime consequences. Because, see, we got to have it now. We can't wait for it. Verse 3. After Abram had lived in the land of Canaan 10 years, Abram's wife, Sarai, took Hagar, the Egyptian maid, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his secondary wife. Praise the Lord. Let me just tell you something right now. We just wouldn't be having no kids. Because I don't share nothing. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to remind you that you can hear today's message and many more on our website at freshwindradio.com. Pastor Jomo would like to invite all of our radio family to join him each weekday morning at 6.30 a.m. for prayer. That's right. Monday through Friday, you can pray with Pastor Jomo live on Facebook. Simply head over to his Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Pastor Jomo and hit follow. Each morning, you'll get a notification when he goes live and begins to pray. As 2017 comes to a close and you're preparing your year-end giving or charitable contributions, we'd love for you to prayerfully consider supporting this ministry. If you've been blessed by this daily radio broadcast throughout this year, your gift of any amount goes such a long way toward helping us spread the gospel's message of hope and truth throughout the world. You can visit our website at freshwindradio.com to make a tax-free donation today. Simply click the support button on our website. We appreciate all of you that give to this listener-supported radio ministry. So from all of us at Fresh Wind, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And now, let's get back to the Word. Verse 3. After Abram had lived in the land of Canaan 10 years, Abram's wife, Sarai, took Hagar, the Egyptian maid, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his secondary wife. Praise the Lord. Let me just tell you something right now. We just wouldn't be having no kids. Because <laughs> I don't share nothing. I don't share my food, and I definitely don't share my man. But the flesh always wants immediate gratification, right? We always say things we really don't mean, or we didn't think it through when we said it because we were saying it out of an emotional place. Just like when you get it in heated fellowship with your spouse, and you say, just leave, just leave. And then he said, okay, he's not walking, where are you going? Don't worry about that, babe. You told me to leave. Uh-uh, but where are you going? You got your cell phone? And then, then you let him leave, and then you be thinking, I need to call so-and-so because he's probably going to go over to their house. And then you call them. Nah, I haven't seen him. All right, so maybe he went over his mama's house. Hey, you know, I, you know, I heard Jomo was going to come by and visit you tonight. I just wanted to say goodnight to him. Oh, honey, I haven't seen him. No, I'm at the club. <laughs> <laughs> And then you mad. You mad because of the choice he made when he left the house, but you told him to leave. Back it on up. (laughs) 
<laughs> you told him to leave. We need to say what we mean. Be careful with your words. Because, see, in the midst of rage and anger, you say stuff you really don't mean. And then you have to do the whole, I'm sorry, when you should have never said that. See, the flesh wants instantaneous gratification. Verse 4. He went into the bed of Hagar. What? Well, Pastor, that's she, what she said. That's what she said. Praise the Lord. You had told me. You told me to go hit it, and I just went ahead and did it. Oh. In church. Some people's kids did not go to children's ministry. Y'all, y'all don't, y'all, Do y'all, we need cold y'all, words this Sunday? Y'all, y'all, don't, y'all don't know what that means? I just want to make sure, because if I, need, if I need to break it down for you. No. No. So don't look at it. Y'all be I in the parking lot talking about, you come in here and now you got, like, you don't hear? You're at the job, you talk just like that, and you come to church. Oh, What's Jesus. he talking about? You know exactly what it is, Lord. Uh, judge me. He went into the bed of Hagar, and she conceived. And when she realized that she had conceived, she looked at with contempt on her mistress regarding Sarah's insignificant because of her infertility. Well, she got pregnant, and now she feels as if she's special. Uh, understand this, family. Life is about three things. C, D, C. Everyone say choices. Choices. Decisions. Decisions. Consequences. Consequences. Now, you have to be mindful, praise God, when you have these choices. I was, uh, a friend of mine was telling me about a, a story about his, his brother. He had a friend in, in, in Miami, and he was a, a successful accountant. He had a radio show, a very popular guy. And uh, one of his clients, a, a beautiful woman, came to him and said, look, uh, I just want to uh, sleep with you. And he said, uh, I don't want to have to kill you. And she says, why? That's that, I, I don't want death. We just get together one time, one time. And he says, well, if we get together one time and we like it, we're going to do it two times. Come on, look at your neighbor say, you who you telling the truth? Praise God. And then he said, we'll do it two times. And then he says, and then after we do it two times, we're going to want to do it again. And then you're going to say, I want to spend more time with you. And then I'm going to say, I got to pick my kids up. And you're going to say, no, you're not going to pick your kids up. You're going to pick me up. And I'm going to say, no, I got to pick my kids up. But my wife will go crazy if I don't pick my kids up. And then you're going to tell me. I'm going to tell your wife, and I'm going to say, I'm going to kill you. So before we go through all of this discussion, let's just... Let's just be honest. Let's be honest. See, see, if if you really play out the whole story, I've never seen the story work out. No woman just wants to be your friend. And no man just want to be your friend. Yeah. I was, uh, praise God, when I was in Jacksonville, and, and, and the brother, the brothers uh, said, they said, they didn't say pastor. They say, Mo, I was in Jacksonville. What happened in Jacksonville? Charmaine, let's hold a slow roll. <laughs> Am I about to learn something new? <laughs> you know what, let's go to the next scripture. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to what had happened in Jacksonville. Well, I ain't scared. Okay. I'm here now. Well, what so, so, huh, huh. the brother, You're the, real close to that huh. edge. <laughs> the, the brothers, the brothers, the brothers, you in Jacksonville, and the brothers heard that, you know, fam, you has a really big homecoming. So the brothers said, uh, Jomo, can you, can you take us to that, to that club they talk about? They call it the moon. You, see, you heard the heathen say, <laughs> <laughs> the moon's a three-level club, and the top, they have, the, the top is where they take the pictures. <laughs> I know about the pictures. 
Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 praise the Lord. And anyway, so the brother said, uh, Jomo, can you get us in the moon? I said, well, let me see if I can pull some strings. And uh, it was homecoming night. You know, the moon's like $100 per ticket that night. But, you know, I'm, I'm around millionaires, so money wasn't a thing. So we get in there, and I, this lady came up to me. I, she knew me from FAMU. And she says, Jomo, I know you're married. I not know Charmaine. I said, well, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, she knows you. Yeah, she does know you. She said, but I just want to lay with you just for a minute, and uh, we can just let it go. Let's just be friends. Let's just kiss and say goodbye. And I said, no. I did say no. <laughs> because what I've learned in this life, brothers and sisters, nobody will just want to be your friend. There's a motive behind it. So you have, everyone say choices. Choices. Decisions. Decisions. Consequences. Consequences. And the consequences are out of your control. Ah, there was a great brother, a great athlete. His name was Steve Air McNair. Yeah. And then Steve McNair ha- had a wife and a family, yes. but he had a tenderoni on the side. I think they call it a side chick. And the night before, hmm, I'm all up in y'all business, ain't I? No, aren't I? And the night before, he got pulled over. And the police officer said to Steve, go home. Go home. Steve didn't go home. He went back with that lady. And he thought, the worst thing that could happen, she gets pregnant. STD. No, she blew his head off. Because see, when you get in the bed with the devil, the worst happens. It's not going to work out the way you think. That's why I tell people, choices, decisions, consequences. What happens when you go home and tell your family you have AIDS? And the babies have to watch you die. Was it worth it? When you play with the devil, it's not going to work out for you. So for me in my house, I go home at night. I know. Plus, in my vows, it says, till death do us part. And I'm not trying to say to death too soon. Choose your way, brother. (laughs) Then Sarai said to Abram, may the responsibility for the wrong... I felt threat right there. No, the police are in the back. I'm being very... This is... No, this is not a threat. (laughs) Then Sarai said to Abram, May the responsibility for the wrong done to me by the arrogant behavior of Hagar be upon you. Whoa, whoa. Verse 2, you told me to go. Well, I didn't mean for you to go. See, that's what I'm talking about right there. You're supposed to know, honey. No, no, no. You tell me no, but you smile and me say yes. Sometimes no means yes. You supposed to know the difference. Brothers in the house, can I hear an amen? Yes. Tell me, make up your mind. Is yes, yes, is a no, no, yes. Because when he when he asks you, do you need help? He already sees that you need help. How am I supposed to know you need help? You, you wanna be want you wanna be Miss Independent. You wanna run stop. <laughs> you want him to make the decision for himself. You don't have to tell him. It's obvious you need help. 
you're supposed to know. And when I say no, and I get a little closer, you're supposed to know that that no means yes. No, what you doing? Stop. Stop, don't do that, for real. <laughs> but as women, we play these games, and we need to stop playing games. Stop playing games. We need to Give say me what, what I we want. mean. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website, at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. God is doing something new. I feel it Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.